Hello and welcome to the Alternative GCSE podcast. I'm your host, Emma, and I've been working in education now for over 12 years in various different roles. This podcast tackles some of the wider issues in education and hopefully will spark some more conversations to drive change so that every single child and teenager can be fully supported to grow into well-rounded, happy and successful adults. So let's get started. Hello. So today we're going to be talking about homeschooling and homeschooling traditionally has this really bad reputation for producing people that are strange and weird and kind of on the outskirts of society. And it's just partially true, but not true as well. Um, I don't know if you realise, but homeschooling is massively on the rise. There are hundreds of thousands of kids that are homeschooled throughout the world every single year. And in England, it's been rising, and especially over COVID, actually, um, the amount of kids that are homeschooled has risen. And there are a lot of reasons why people choose homeschooling. And here are just a few. Some people want to travel the world with their kids. So they decide to homeschool them and teach them all different cultures all around the world. And it sounds a little bit like a dream. um, But a lot of people do do this. And some people choose to homeschool their children because they realise that school is not challenging them in the right way, or there's just not the right fit for their, their kids. And they're able to homeschool them. Other people are kind of forced into homeschooling their kids because the local authority cannot provide for them in whatever that kind of means. So it could be that their child is really anxious, their child has autism, their child is being bullied, all kinds of things like this, which is forcing them to homeschool their children. We'll come on to each of the different three types generically of homeschooling throughout this episode. And we'll also be looking into why homeschooling is actually, if you can do it, quite a good idea. So as I mentioned, there are three types. So it's always been my dream to homeschool my little girl. I am of the mindset that homeschooling from, and this is all my opinions, not everybody will share them. And some people will be really against them. And that's absolutely fine. It's just things that I have noticed. I've been really lucky along my career to work with and work in a lot of different settings, educational settings. I've worked in nurseries and special schools, in private schools, in outdoor forest schools environments as well for homeschoolers. And also in people's homes, I've been teaching their kids as well as kind of primary school as well. So I've had lots of different experiences. And early on in my career, I was a governess for a family and they lived in different parts of the world and they basically homeschooled their children because their lifestyle meant that they could pay for teachers and they could pay for a chef and they could pay for lots of different experiences for their children. I It really opened my eyes going through that experience when I was very young in my early 20s because I realised that actually homeschooling could be a really positive thing. But I also realised the negative aspects of it for such young children. The children that I was looking after were under the ages of 10. Um, I can't give specific details still because I had a contract and I still kind of am under that contract, but they were really young. 
And I saw the positives in the freedom to explore what they love doing, which I just couldn't do when I was teaching in a primary school. But I also saw the negative aspects that sometimes they were really lonely and they wanted to be in a group of kids. And they sometimes had trouble socialising with kids because they were just not used to it. It wasn't scary for them. It was just something that they had to kind of be coaxed into. Um, And so from my perspective that's why I've put my little girl into a school for well while she's young because I think socialization is really important and it's really hard unless you have a massive homeschooling network which in the UK we don't really have that at the moment it can be hard to create those social opportunities for a long period of time which kids do need um as many psychologists will tell you they need to feel like they're part of a group and part of a community in order to thrive and if you just got a child at home all day with adults it's not necessarily good for their development so that's why I haven't personally homeschooled my child from like very little up to you know, I don't know when, if at all, she might choose to go to school. And that's completely her choice. It's not my choice. But um, it's an open book for me. So as I said, some people want to travel the world. And that would be something I would love to do if I can at some point. But some people choose to homeschool because they are in the position where they realise school isn't challenging their child in the right way. And that could not necessarily mean that their child is a brain box. that their child knows everything already but it could be that maybe their child is really into art and so they want to give them lots of opportunities to do art I had one student who was a part of the art college in London one of the art colleges in London Um, I've had a boy who went through a whole three years of carpentry an adult carpentry course in London instead of going to school and now he runs his own carpentry business and is amazing the stuff he produces is absolutely amazing and I've had you know, loads of different kids who've had to or who have hired me to teach them English and maths because their parents feel that they need it just in case as kind of a fallback thing. But they've gone on to set up their own businesses and they're very strong minded and they have lots of freedoms in their day to choose what they want. But also they are kind of much more motivated, I would say, than kids that are in school because they're having to do everything themselves from deciding how their day looks to deciding what subjects they study and there are so many different opportunities for homeschoolers I would say there's a lot more for teenagers than there are for primary school age children at the moment in the UK I can't speak for elsewhere in the world because I I don't really know but in the UK there's lovely courses especially if you live near London or a big city um, that offer things like um, astrology astronomy Um, So the Royal Observatory, they teach astronomy GCSE to homeschoolers at the weekend. And also I think Friday they do that too. Um, Different museums will offer different things for homeschoolers. I've got one girl at the moment who's learned to ice skate and she does it during the day. And it's much cheaper for her because obviously during the day no one goes to the ice rink because they're all at school. So there's lots of different ways you can be quite creative. And then you can explore hobbies and things that may not have been possible if you are sat in school every day. The other thing is that actually the common misconception about homeschooling is that it will take as long as it does 
in school. So you were in school from like 8.30 up till 3.30. Some kids are in school from 8.30 to 5. And you just don't need to do that. It is quite controversial, but the way that I, for example, teach my homeschoolers, I will teach them maybe three hours a week maximum where I'm covering like English and maths. They'll do some independent work and they will come on leaps and bounds and be able to pass their exams just by doing that for like two years. So a lot of time I do believe is wasted time. In, within the education system. If you think about how many hours you sit waiting for other kids to be quiet, if you think about the hours that you're wasting queuing up for things, going through the motions of the day, assemblies that sometimes are completely irrelevant, um, also teachers that just seem to waffle on uh, about nothing for a long time and never get to the point. A lot of people will be nodding to this thinking, yeah, actually, there is a lot of waste of time in school. And you know, it's even basic things in primary school, like lining up and sitting back down and lining up and sitting back down. Really, we don't need to be training our kids to do this stuff. What we do need to be training our kids for is to think independently, creatively, and use their own initiative to do things. And I feel like schools are just not getting that right at the moment. By giving kids freedom by homeschooling, you're actually setting them up to do a lot of really powerful things. And there's been a lot of people that have been homeschooled that have gone on to have amazing careers in lots of different pathways. And they're some of the most interesting people because they've just had time to sit and think about who they want to be. I understand, though, that a lot of people are just not able to homeschool their kids because, you know, you have jobs and you can't just give up your job to homeschool your child. So the third and possibly the most, I would say, upsetting reason why people have to homeschool their children is because they're kind of pushed out by schools. So just to give you a bit of uh, backup or backstory to this, a lot of kids that find themselves in a situation where they feel like they can't go to school because they're stressed by it, anxious by it, worried by it. They're kind of pushed out because the school cannot provide the right provisions for them, i.e. they cannot let the kids just leave the lesson when they want to, if they feel stressed. They're not quite sure how to deal with panic attacks. They're not quite sure how to deal with removing a child who is having a panic attack from other children and it becoming a big thing. They also lack an understanding and awareness that kids seem to, you know, have emotions. And so most schools do not have a therapist in them. Um, they have nowhere to go. And so as a result, of this and the amount of kids that are on the rise being at home is incredible. There are currently around, statistics have shown, around 870,000 kids that are homeschooled or home because of anxiety and stress. And so each individual council in the UK has a special board of panels, uh, a panel of board, board members that speak about how to get funding for all of these individual pupils. Some kids don't have a lot of access to funding. And if there's nothing particularly, you know, in quotation marks, wrong with a child, then it can be incredibly hard to get funding. In Hertfordshire, they have something called the SME, which is um, a virtual learning kind of situation. And I don't, I actually think it's really wrong. 
So basically, SME is, uh, I think it's called SME. <laughs> I will have to check this afterwards. Um, but it's to do with a company who has come in and Hertfordshire has bought into this company and they provide online learning, basically like Zoom classes for a bunch of kids that are homeschooled because they're anxious, because they're too ill to go to school, lots and lots of different reasons. So very um, pupils with very low self-esteem, they all have to go on a Zoom call together. Um, some don't turn up, some are late, some just can't face going on there and that's completely understandable. And then they are taught by a teacher virtually. I don't feel like that's very nurturing or supportive and I don't feel it's a right environment to bridge the time that kids are off school between like leaving school and also going back. There's also this crazy tool and I understand the benefits of it for some but not for all where there's a robot without a face that can sit in the space of the child while they're off sick and communicate via like a robot. It's, it's very bizarre and that's the other way that they help the kids integrate back into class and speak with their friends I think there's a benefit to this if you're really really sick for a short period of time in hospital that can be really nice because you see your lessons and you see your classmates I think a lot of people would find it very very intimidating and very upsetting to go through that process there is no right answer because a lot the government have shut down a lot of the specialist units that they used to have. And specialist units now mostly contain students that are very, very um, angry for one reason or, or another and are very disruptive. And there seems to be this growing number of children, especially after COVID, who are just anxious to be in school and it's really overwhelming. And there's a lot of children with undiagnosed autism and a lot of children with ADHD. And for some, it's just so overwhelming to be with so many people. And as adults, we can fully appreciate this. I think not enough research is being done into ways to manage and support these pupils who are off sick and unable to get to school. And if you think about it, 870,000 teenagers are currently not in school or interacting with other people their own age, and they feel very isolated. And that is going to have enormous repercussions later on in their lives. They're either going to, when they feel ready, come out of their shell and be completely, you know, life and soul of the party kind of person, or they're going to be anxious forever if this if they're not helped properly. It's really upsetting for me hearing these calls, and I'm getting a lot of calls at the moment from parents like this with children with various different needs, and they need help, and they're having to give up their jobs because their child is at home and they just don't know how to support them. Lots of them wouldn't have chosen a homeschooling route. Some of them can see the benefit of it, but a lot of them feel really like they're drowning because they don't know how to support their kids and they can't get them back into school. And it's a huge struggle. We all know that feeling when our children are young and we're kind of dragging them to school and they're crying because they don't want to go to school we've all had that at some point being a parent but the idea of a teenager just not wanting to go and being trapped at home all day is horrible when I was a child I was really really ill and I was unable to get to school pretty much from year eight I would say up to year 11 I had about 30% attendance and I eventually got funding to have some tuition 
um, around year 11. But before that, I was literally at home by myself. My parents went to work all day. And it's had such a huge effect on me as an adult. I didn't really learn things that you learn from other people. I didn't really have any friends when I was a teenager because I never saw anybody. And I think my parents didn't understand the impact that it could and did have on me when I was a lot older. But when you're home all the time, and you don't see anybody, you start to kind of spiral into your own thoughts sometimes, and you can become extremely depressed. And you find your own sometimes unhealthy ways of managing that stress. And I definitely shouldn't have been left on my own as much as I was, because I was technically homeschooling myself. And I remember back when I was a teenager, there was no internet in the way that there is now. Um, MySpace, for those parents that are listening, was a thing. And I spoke to a few people on there. But there wasn't any kind of social media. And there definitely were, were not the tools for revision that there are now. So I remember teaching myself English and all maths and science and music all by myself um, in order to get my GCSEs because I and I used to be buried in books and that's what partially why I love reading still Um, it's definitely escapism for me but if I had had somewhere to go or someone to talk to I didn't have a therapist or anything when I was younger then it would have had such a positive impact on my early adulthood Because when I was an early adult, I was making terrible choices for many different reasons. Honestly, because I did not understand boundaries. I hadn't developed strong friendships with anybody. And it had a huge impact. And that this is why I think homeschooling can be fabulous if it's under the right circumstances. But if you leave a child on their own for a long period without support from peers, without building relationships and strong relationships with anybody, you can create a lot of adults who are just lonely and sad and not sure how to manage life. In one of my earlier episodes, I spoke about the need for children and teenagers to speak to a therapist every week. And for some people, that may sound super extreme. Some people may may have never seen a therapist. I still see an amazing therapist. As you can see, I've I've had some reasons why I need to. But I think it's important to have these conversations and to be open about this stuff because not everybody who is successful has got there easily. And it's often a struggle and you often don't hear about it or see it. I think if there were more people out there in school who were able to pick up on the levels of anxiety, the levels of depression that can be present in teenagers, especially teenagers, then there would be less children and teenagers at home being homeschooled in the wrong kind of way. And they would be nurtured and supported back into school or not even leave school because there'll be these lovely safe environments for them to go to and to speak to someone lovely and nurturing. That's an ideal world. 
But unfortunately, right now, we have the massive different ends of the spectrum. We have the super rich homeschooling their kids, traveling the world, having lovely um, experiences. We have people, everyday people who are homeschooling their kids because they want to give them different opportunities and they're spending their own money doing this. Because you, once, once you deregister your child and you homeschool them, you get no funding from the government. It's a bit like taking out private healthcare. You you don't get that free stuff anymore. You have to pay for exams and GCSEs and everything. Um, and then on the other end of the homeschooling spectrum, we have the idea that kids are having to stay at home because they literally cannot face going into school. And so all of this stuff together means that you've got a wide range of children being homeschooled. Debunking some myths, though, it is a great form of education. You can have endless opportunities and it is so beneficial for children to explore their ideas and just be around other kids that love what they do. Now, if you're not in a position where you can homeschool your child, there are other things you can do. You can just tap into their love and their hobbies and see if there's any courses around. There's lots of summer courses, especially in London, for things like art and carpentry. There's things like cooking courses that you can do. A lot of universities for kids age 15 plus hold summer residentials. So Oxford University does this as well as Cambridge, but other universities do as well, where you can go and learn from professors and they give up some of their time in their summer to do this. You obviously have to pay for it. It's not free some of them are free though and you can explore different avenues and different ways of learning and that might help to inspire your child to be or do something different with their lives and get a bit of motivation you also meet a lot of different people and I think doing that and encouraging a love of learning in different ways is beneficial if you are not able to homeschool your child so hopefully this episode has opened your eyes a little bit to the world of homeschooling and made you think differently about it. Until next time, goodbye.